The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. The flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Right corner, three block by Aaron Jordan. Picked up by Georgie Mishanis-Villy. to Georgie at the free throw line. Drive. Down the lane. It slams it in. Three going to have to shoot it with two. A long, long three. Oh, he got it. He got it. And that's going to end the half. Listen to the roar. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Good afternoon, Illini fans. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. We are taking you up to a 5.30 tip-off at State Farm Center today between the Fighting Illini 10 and 18 overall, 6 and 11 in the Big Ten, taking on the Northwestern Wildcats. Wildcats are 12 and 16 overall, 3 and 14, and in last place in the Big Ten Conference. Both teams riding losing streaks heading into this one. The Illini have lost their last three. Northwestern has lost its last nine. How you doing, everybody? I am Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty, who is on location this weekend with Fighting Illini Baseball. I am in our game day studios. Lauren Tate from the News Gazette is courtside at State Farm Center, and that's where we go now. Lauren, good afternoon to you. It's March Basketball. Sure is, and we got players out here already uh, warming up. Um, I hope you do a better job, by the way, than than your compatriot there down. Uh, the baseball team lost today. That wasn't good. Yeah, they did. They fell in a game that you heard on our AM side, News Talk 1400, and they're back at it again tomorrow, a rare Monday morning ball game for Fighting Illini Baseball. It's a game you can hear on FightingIllini.com, by the way. All things considered, though, a good start for Brad, uh, or excuse me, for Tan Hartlib's squad in the 2019 season. Well, Lauren, how do you size this one up? The Illini, of course, coming off that loss to Purdue on Wednesday, 73-56. And really, in my estimation, points in the paint tell the whole story, 40-18. to Brad Underwood even said afterwards, did not get enough post touches. Well, that's right. And, and it's, it's, you bring that up because points in the paint in the first Illinois-Northwestern game was 42 for Illinois, 24 for Northwestern. Now, it will be a good battle in the middle with uh, Pardon, uh, Derek Pardon, who is a senior veteran player, uh, battling in there against Georgie. Uh, I would think that uh, that's pretty much a, a standoff. Uh, the, the, the Illinois team is different than the one that played there, and so is Northwestern. I mean, these teams have changed so much since that uh, date so long ago. That was back on the 6th of January, and uh, they changed the lineup uh, uh, quite a bit. They had a Miller Cop started that uh, previous game. Uh, Ryan Taylor started the previous game. Now, Taylor is still starting, 
but they've got Falzone in the ball game. They got Anthony Gaines in there. Dick Law and, and pardon the two seniors, they're veteran seniors, are the stars of the team, and, and they're the guys you have to stop from a defensive standpoint. You, that, those are guys you got to put the you got to put the kibosh on and not allow, not let them get started. Law in particular can get started on that jump shot, and, and he's uh, he's hard to stop. Dick Law during Northwestern's nine-game losing streak, putting up some good numbers: 13.8 points per game, 6.2 rebounds per game, 3.6 assists per game. He's 6'7", but he's running the point for them a little bit, Lauren. I watched uh, Northwestern's last game on Thursday against Minnesota, and Robbie Hummel pointed this out on the broadcast. They're operating without a true point guard right now. Absolutely, they are, and that's a big deal for Illinois because, you know, point guards can cause you a lot of trouble. Now, trying to use Vic Law there, just, that's, that's just temporary. I mean, they, they have to do it because they're in stress. But uh, he's a good player, but I just, you know, he's, he's not a big assist guy, and he does make turnovers. I see he had six turnovers in the, in the Illini game before. An interesting part of that first game, Illinois lost, of course, on a last shot, uh, 68-66. Adonis De La Rosa had 12 points in that ball game. That's one of his few really good performances all season, I think. Adonis De La Rosa did not play this past Wednesday against Purdue. His knee was aggravating him. That's what Coach Brad Underwood said. But Brad Underwood did tell the media yesterday that Adonis was back in practice yesterday. So all things uh, considered, he should be eligible to play today. All right, we are off and rolling on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Tim Dittman, Lauren Tate with you, taking uh, taking you up to a 5.30 tip between the Fighting Illini and the Northwestern Wildcats. We've got plenty more to come on the other side of this timeout. We'll visit with Joey Meyer from the Northwestern Radio crew. We've also got our keys to the game a little later and our coach's corner, Brian Barnhart, talks it over with Chin Coleman. Stay tuned on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Turner drives down the lane. Alley-oop to Parton, overshotting. Taken out of there by Frazier. Fast break ahead. Dosumu for the layup. Finishes strong. And Dosumu with nine. That was the last time these two teams got together, Illinois and Northwestern, as we talked about in our first segment back on January 6th up in Evanston. The Wildcats took that one 68-66. The Illini, by the way, went 0 for 11 from 3 in that game, the first time that has happened since 2008. The here and the now, though, is a 5.30 tip-off between the Illini and the Wildcats at State Farm Center. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show rolls on. I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios. We go back out to courtside at State Farm Center where Lauren Tate has a special guest. Lauren? I do. Joey Meyer, former DePaul coach and uh, son of the great uh, Mr. Meyer. Uh, I called you Mr. Meyer, but uh, I think he's preceded you. Uh, just a little bit. I, I, I've been known as the son of for a lo all my life. How I, many games did he win? How many games did he win? Yeah. Over 700. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. He was there for 42 years. That's, that's a heck of a... <laughs> you think somebody's going to last 42 years now? Oh, man. Well, tell me, I, I, you and I were talking, you, you're working for the Clippers now. You're, you're studying college players for the Clippers. Tell me how that works and how many people do the Clippers have? doing that work one i can't count that high uh we got a lot we got a lot in college scouting pro scouting g league european uh, there's just a lot of people out there i 
Clips do a great job. Lawrence Frank runs that, and I don't know how they process all you the information. You send in a lot of reports, do you? Uh, yeah, and I'm not the greatest writer in the world, so it takes me it takes me a lot of time to put them in. But game reports, then you got your rankings and your overall reports. A lot of reports. Will you send something in on I assume after this game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, what you do is you go and even young guys that are a long way away, you may just jot a note or two and have something on them. But yeah, every game you're at, there's always somebody that you want to keep track of. What, what can you tell us about Io at this point from that perspective as far as the pros are concerned? Well, you know, we're not supposed to discuss okay. particular players. Uh, I don't know why. I guess that's an advantage to you. <laughs> but I do know this. If you play for Illinois, you're going to play hard and you're going to play defense. Talking with, go ahead, Lauren. Well, I was just going to ask about the Northwestern team and your take on the team since we, uh, since we saw them last way back on the 6th of January, I believe, and I, I don't believe you were there at that game, but uh, wh what do you know about, wh what can you tell us about Northwestern since that time? Well, you know, I, I do the radio for me. I did miss that game. I was out in L.A. for some meetings, but they've really struggled to score the ball. They're, they're very competitive. They play defense. Uh, and they seem to be in every game. Their defense keeps it in, but their offense can't win it. They're shooting the worst percentage in the Big Ten. So you match that up with the way Illinois plays defense. As I call it, this may be a rock fight tonight because I don't expect to be real high scoring. Did you ever see a game like the Northwestern game? 15-point lead and just let it get away. Yeah, the one up at Iowa was unbelievable. I, I'm sorry. That, that's the game I'm referring to, yes. Yeah. Uh, Bohannon hit. I mean, it was like if you said the only way you could lose it if you did this and they did that, and that's <laughs> one in a million. It probably can't happen, and that's what happened. Did Bohannon hit some threes? He hit three threes in the last two minutes, and Weisskamp hit a three. So they hit four threes in the last two minutes. Where did the Weisskamp ball from the corner hit the edge? Of oh the, no, that that was the Rutgers that's a different game. game. Okay, that was the Rutgers okay. game. They were they were riding this really legitimate, high. huh? The, these are legitimate, contested, long, okay. but the one against Rutgers was that hit the corner of the backboard from the corner and went in. Unbelievable. Tim, go ahead. We're talking with Joey Meyer from the Northwestern radio crew, taking you up to a 530 tip between Illinois and the Wildcats at State Farm Center. Uh, Joey, I watched uh, Northwestern's most recent game against Minnesota. As you mentioned, and I agree with you, it's no secret they struggled to put the ball in the hoop in that game, but I also noted the 14 turnovers for Northwestern, and a lot of them were, were self-inflicted. Was that a one-off, or has that been a bugaboo for this team this year? It's a every few games type of thing. They had the game before that. They had three turnovers. Oh, they had three for the game, and then the next game they go with 14. So it, it's an on again, off again kind of thing. I think what happens to them is they lose some confidence when they don't make jump shots, and they just don't continue to play at the same level they normally play. Lauren, yeah, uh, I don't have anything else to ask about uh, Northwestern. I just where do where do you think Illinois? Uh, just give us a progress report on the alignment. Well, you know what's interesting is you see them early in the year with Gonzaga game, and you think, and then they went on that kind of downstroke. I think they, their defense has really caused the Big Ten trouble. 
because there's nobody else in the league that denies everything like that. So they're in a lot of games, but they will give up some shots because of the pressure. And they're not a great shooting team like Northwestern. And when they have their off night shooting, they struggle to win games. But their defense normally keeps them in every game. I'm telling you this. If I was Chris Collins, I'd be having nightmares coming in here the way this team plays defense. The only thing about the the you're right, the, the defense does cause turnovers. The problem is they don't have any shot blockers back at the basket when people get by. If you're going to overguard, uh, some guys are going to get through, and when they get through, there's nobody there to, to reject. Well, you, you, you're hoping that your turnovers overcome some of that, right? Yeah. And and the other thing that you hope overcomes it is recruiting. <laughs> get some big guys that can get up there and block some shots. But, you know, I, 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 from a coaching standpoint, because I coach for 40, whatever it is, 36 years, they are very impressive to me at how hard they play and that's a unique system that's very hard to teach to get your guys to play at that competitive level for 40 minutes hey joey good stuff have a good call and we'll catch up with you down the road okay thank you joey meyer from the northwestern radio network 530 tip about one hour away and change illinois and northwestern at state farm center the other big 10 game today maryland leads michigan 43 to 41 in the second half michigan desperately needs a win there to keep its big 10 title hopes alive all right we'll take another time out on the other side keys to the game and our coach's corner as well on fighting illini game day it's fighting illini game day the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. You know, I think we were still searching for an identity. We were still searching for a role. Our inside presence was was not great at that point in terms of going to Georgie. Um, you know, we were relying on Trent Nile um, a great deal. But, uh, yeah, just the simple things defensively were much better. Um, I think in terms of not making mistakes uh, as often. So I think we're better on both ends. Brad Underwood talking about how the Illini have changed since the last time these two teams got together. Again, the Northwestern Wildcats beat the Fighting Illini 68-66 up in Evanston back on the 6th of January. Tonight, it's a 5.30 tip between these same two teams at State Farm Center, Illinois 10 and 18, Northwestern 12 and 16. Fighting Illini game day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. Tim and Lauren with you. Time now for our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team one banking expert will steer you in the right direction a whole team of them will take you to your destination hickory point bank invested also by loman ray insurance we go back out to courtside where lauren is stationed lauren your key or keys to tonight's game i'm going to throw a couple at you i think georgie and uh, pardon are both deep uh, players on the, on the block Whoever gets in foul trouble first there has got a problem because neither team has got a real substitute that they can depend on. Now, the other thing is what they're most worried about is turnovers. They had uh, 15 turnovers in the first Illinois game. Uh, Illinois is forcing turnovers on 23% of possessions and forcing about 17 per game. They need to do that. They need to force turnovers in that high team area. 
to, to not allow Northwestern to get into any rhythm offensively. And then it comes down to three-point shooting probably. And in, in the first game, Illinois was 0 for 11, and Northwestern was 8 for 19. So Illinois got outscored 24 to nothing on three-point shots in that game. I will piggyback off that uh, and say get Georgie some touches. Right. Low caliber, uh, lower caliber opponent as compared to Purdue. Doesn't have to go up against the seven-footer. And uh, get the offense flowing through him and see what could happen. Lauren, good stuff. We'll catch up with you down the road. Thank you. Lauren Tate courtside from the News Gazette, and I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios. This Fighting Illini game day rolls on. 5.30 tip between Illinois and Northwestern. We'll take a timeout, and it's the Coach's Corner with Chin Coleman after this. Fighting Illini game day, Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios. 5.30 tip at State Farm Center between Illinois and Northwestern. Time now for the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Brian Barnhart gets the scout with assistant coach Chin Coleman. It's Illinois basketball. We are joined here by Chin Coleman who has the scout for the Northwestern Wildcats. And boy, it's been a long time since we've uh, played Northwestern. A lot of water under the bridge since then for both teams. Yeah, it's been a while. There's uh, we were they were part of that first two games that we play in the Big Ten because of the, the schedule and we always played two early Big Ten games and they were one of the opponents that we played and, uh, along with Ohio State so it's, it's been some time um, in between but it's Illinois and Northwestern so nothing matters you know when you hook up with Illinois and Northwestern hook it up it's going to be a going to be a get on but we like to call it where I'm from it's going to be a get on so we're prepared I know they are I'm sure no matter what your record is or what our record is this is going to be a war well, that's the thing I've noticed is Northwestern continues to play hard they've lost some heartbreaking games here over this stretch but Chris has got them playing hard um, that shows the character of their, their team, their locker room. They they got some seniors that, that are invested, that's, that's, you know, shed a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears with the program, and they're part of the fabric of the program and what he's about. And they continue to play hard for 40 minutes every night, no matter what happens. Um, they, they haven't haven't given it up yet. I don't think they have any plans for South Padre Island or any of these uh, spring break vacations. These, these kids are still here to play. Yeah. Well, they don't have a guy 7'3 like Purdue does, but they do have good length pretty much at every position, right? Great length across the board. They, they started a, a, a lengthy athletic lineup, um, and they have some more size and length uh, coming off the bench. Uh, so their defensive numbers are really good. Um, I think that their ball screen uh, defense is great, so that, that pumps up their defensive numbers. But this is a good team defensively. Like all teams in the Big Ten, there's no days off. There's no days off. Well, let's start with Vic Law. Tell me about him and the kind of year he's having, what he means to their team. Um, he's a kid that's been there for four years and has, has been through the wars. He's battle-tested. Uh, he's very seasoned and a veteran that he is and a senior. And he plays his, t his tail off every night. And I know for a fact that this game in particular, him being from the state of Illinois, being from Chicago, he's going to be in front of his family, his cousins, his aunt, his sister, I think who went here, right? One of his sisters or something played here. So um, I think that he's going to play uh, from tap to buzzer. And we, we understand how much this game will mean to him, and we got to match his intensity and his effort. And Pardon is a guy who just does a lot of everything when you look at his stats. To me, he's their go-to guy. And, um, and if I was coaching him, and I, ever I needed a basket, and I was struggling to score, I would just somehow try to throw it into him. And I wouldn't even be complicated. Just dribble it down and throw it inside to him and hopefully play off a double team. And God forbid, if they don't send a double, 
good luck trying to guard him one-on-one. But our best post defense is our perimeter defense, so we're going to try to kind of help our bigs get to their fronts by being really good in our, our pressure on the ball and really good in our stringing actions so that they're not getting easy wing catches to just isolate and throw it inside to them. All right. Uh, who else? Uh, anybody else been coming on for them in the last couple of months that maybe we didn't see a lot of the first time? Well, they, they, they have Falzon starting now. Um, at the time when we played him, he wasn't even uh, part of the rotation. And uh, he went crazy against Indiana at home, hit all those threes. He's very capable of, of busting out and, 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 and getting it going from the three ball. He shoots a lot of threes, but... I think him, along with 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 Taylor, uh, they bring a Turner off the bench now. The guy that that kind of bothers me is Gaines because he's six four, probably two fifteen, really strong, really athletic, and and he can put pressure on the rim and drive the ball and do some different things for him defensively as well. So he, he's a X factor, I think, in, in my opinion. Assistant coach Shin Coleman is with us. We're back after this. We get ready for Illinois Northwestern here tonight at State Farm Center. Back with the coach's corner in a moment. It's Illinois basketball. We continue on the coach's corner here. Shin Coleman has the scout against the Wildcats. I noticed statistically they do very well against the three-point shot. I think teams are shooting 29.5%. Is that part of what their defense is? Are teams missing shots? Or how, how's that going? Well, definitely they don't. Uh, they do a good job of guarding the fence, so we call it three-point line. They do a great job of that. Um, you can attest that to the length that they have. They're closing out with guys that are 6'6", 6'8", 6'8", 6'8". You know what I mean? And then they got a point guard who comes off the bench, who's a combo, and uh, A.J. Turner, who's 6'8". So I think that a lot of that has to do with the length that they put on the floor, and they're, easy, they're, they're, they're contesting threes with guys of size. I think that has a lot to do with, it, with their length and their measurables. Georgie uh, was in foul trouble the first time we played him to get a chance to really contribute. Uh, this kind of game, is this good for him? Could he have a good game in there? Anytime we think that Georgie's on the floor, he's capable of having a good game. He's better uh, on the floor than sitting next to me on the bench for sure. So we want to make sure that um, he's got to you know, play his game and be aggressive and, and, and protect the rim for us and do his job and hopefully he Mozgov more than he does fouling anyone, but we would like for him to get all of his fouls contested in the basket and not picking up any cheap ones or, or things like that. If he's contesting the basket and he's getting fouls, we're okay with that, but we would like for Georgia to be on the floor. If I remember the last game with them uh, a couple of months ago, Adonis had a big game against them. Adonis did play well for, uh, against them. We think that that's a matchup uh, in terms of now they're bringing Vincent off the bench, but he was starting prior to two games ago. But we feel like when he comes in the game and Adonis, you know I mean, we can kind of get a good favorable matchup with that matchup. But Adonis was just, just good overall because Georgie was in foul trouble and Adonis was great for us. He played with a lot of energy, a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. And if he does that, he'll be able to help us tonight. With their length, a lot of man-to-man. -man. Will Chris mix in some zone or is it all man? He's been playing... Predominantly man-to-man, -man, I would think, for like 90% of the time, not playing a lot of zone. But I think that, you know, they're trying to win. They're trying to find a way to win. So we'll be prepared for it if they try to junk it up and play a little zone. Uh, a lot of teams play us zone because a lot of teams don't want to guard the spread. So they play us in zone a lot. So we, we prepare to see a lot of zone because of the spread offense is, is hard to guard. So we're prepared for it if they decide to do that. But most of these are going to be man-to-man. Well, been a lot of practices uh, since last fall. I mean, we're into March. I mean, if you're as, as a player, this is what you play for this time of year, right? Absolutely. Um, 
we're a much better team than we were when we first played them. Uh, I, I'm sure that they, they know that. We're not the same team that we were uh, when we played them, uh, I think, in December. Um, but here's the, the reality of it is, is in the in the month of March, if you can't, teams are playing for something. Teams are playing for pride. Teams are playing for tournament. Teams are playing to make a run for the tournament. If you can't hook it up for 40 minutes and play as hard as you can, you deserve to lose. This is what it's about. This is what college basketball is about. It's the month of March. So we're going to make sure that our guys are prepared to come out and play and be everyday guys. Yeah. If you don't want to play, you know, go, go find a beach somewhere and go to spring break. Go ahead. But that's not what we're about. That's not what our head coach is about. He's used to playing in March and playing around this time and doing well around this time. And so we, we, we're, we're here to stay. Okay. Hey, Coach, thank you. Appreciate thank it. you. Appreciate it. That's Shane Coleman, assistant coach on the Illini staff with the coach's corner before Illinois and Northwest. Thank you, Brian. More pregame coverage now. We take you back out to State Farm Center, one hour away from Illinois and Northwestern.